superstars. We've been rather wrecking cars. April is that jambo? What is that stage for us? Kicking up cobras. Yeah, we could be superstars. But I'm pretty sure our time is up. And so we fell off the spinning tops. Ruined it. God damn it. Oh god. <laughs> Hold on a sec, sorry. Did you close that? Oh man, I heard that song the other day and like it was on some chart. This is Super Gremlin by uh, Kodak Black. Um Man, I heard that song and I was like, dude, dude, yeah, we can be superstars. And I'm like, oh this beats Speech fire and they go, Oh, we done in ragging cars. I was like, Oh, oh. starts to build, little bass hit. I was like, Oh, this is gonna be fucking amazing. And then he starts rapping, I kill him, be a killer, and I will rock and run him, kill him, be a killer. Man, I'm sorry. Anyone who's like, and I see comments like, There's people like, I, I've actually watched some review uh, videos where people are like, uh, He killed it, and I killed what. Killed the killed the fucking producer's dreams, maybe, yeah. Fuck. And we'll be your killer and be your filler and be your rilla and filler and rilla and be your miller. Like, man, could you imagine like Drake comes in over the top of that? You know, I'm not gonna try. Superstar, whacking cars, whacking around on how bar. I don't know. Um But yeah, I just heard that I was like man, that so many people could have absolutely destroyed that. So very upsetting. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the pair part where I continue to sing you songs. We have a lot of audio-only listeners, so hello to you. And yeah, so I, anyone who follows me on Instagram, follow the pair part on Instagram, lads. Come on now. You know we're a. Uh, we're a community, and that's where, you know, you get the up-to-date daily stuff. You see, like, some setup bits um, behind the scenes. Um, and some whoever follows me on Instagram would have seen yesterday, I put up uh, our RSS feed, which basically is how I broadcast to the world. The world. Um, and you get analytics from it. And yesterday we had a fucking i think we had like 25 downloads yesterday on audio which is minute you know in any form or in any metric but for me like that's fucking crazy 25 downloads um in a day it's nutty so thank you for everyone who's listening on audio um look we're a visual show i'm an expressive character so i'm i'm always going to say i think that uh the visual is the best way to consume this podcast but i appreciate not everyone has the opportunity to do that or likes to do that or whatever so thank you audio only listeners and welcome to the madness so uh thought i'd do a little different uh kind of a pod today versus the usual um you know headlines and mma reviews and stuff like that's a bit of a quieter week so um i'm going to do a bit of a story time for everyone so um, our neighbor came by, or I was outside, uh, come, coming home, and when I came up to the door, the neighbor was outside from downstairs, and she was like, hi, excuse me, do you live here? And I was like, yep. And she was like, uh, I was like, yep, yeah, leave me alone, what do you want? Fuck off. 
and she was like um there's like high radiation levels in the building and i was like oh okay um right that's not good and she was like very dangerous very dangerous gotta be careful and then she was like do you live in this one or this one and i was like i pointed at my one she's like okay the one in this one is really bad and i was like all right well you know inform the authorities you know due diligence um but that got me thinking of uh, a story of something that happened which like in at the time was fucking terrifying and like devastating and i was like um you know what like you'll you'll know why but looking back now like i remember vividly at the time during this i was like if this all works out and everything just goes okay i'll be forever grateful so i vividly remember that moment so now looking back i think it's it's time to tell that story um oh yeah i got a tattoo just before we start it's fire meat truck sorry audio only listeners i'm just showing my fucking peaks uh okay so for our international uh audience a j1 is essentially well before we start this is how i nearly poisoned my friends to death Uh um so for people who don't know i know we have some american listeners uh, a J-1 is where students can uh, go over to America for three months or for the summer and uh, work in America and experience America and all that shit. So, you know, it's an opportunity to go over and get pissed in the States. And um, so, let me see. When we must have been just 21, I'd say. Yeah, we must have just been 21. And myself phil and kev to uh to to the boys this was like and at the time so our we obviously have a, a relatively big gr- group of friends not relatively big we, they probably had like between 10 and 20 really close mates from school and just for whatever reason people had different stuff going on this summer um i know my well one of our friends ian who was going to come actually contracted fucking lymphoma uh that year and wasn't able to come but recovered greatly cheers to ian um and so it ended up being myself kevin phil which was at the time an odd trio not an odd one but to be jetting off the three of us we were like okay it was like we were but like i, I was like oh shit that's like uh it's it just at the time like it was you wouldn't have put the three of us together myself and kevin were very close but phil and we were close with phil but we weren't like like super super tight so the, it worked out so the fact that three of us were going was just gas we ended up getting a job um through my cousin on a golf course in glen oaks in new york so um we actually threw my cousin as well i shout out to matt matt's definitely not listening to this podcast he has better shit to do um but matt ended up sorting us accommodation in a, a school nearby and uh, suny westbury and um we ended up uh yeah we ended up staying like very close to the golf course in this little school so i'll give you the setup quickly so we end up we arrived we arrived i'd remember vividly we arrived at the school and like some woman less in places abandoned <laughs> and uh, i remember we were in a we were in a taxi on the way to to the the campus and we get on the campus and we were like okay here we go here we go let's go fucking you know you see an american pie and you're like she was a skater boy or like fucking uh this is the anthem. Throw all your hands up. You just want to go do a foot. You think you're going to go, you know, it's blowjobs and kegs for everyone, you know. Um, but uh, 
we get in the taxi and this guy is like super super New York and he's like hey um, and we ask him like what's the crack with this school you know he's a big fucking booze school or whatever and uh, expecting him to be like oh pep rallies you know all that kind of stuff and he goes he kind of looks at us and he goes mainly black and we go right <laughs> what a way to describe a school so he he we he drops us off at this just at this bus. I remember so vividly. He drops us off this little bus stop at the school, and we just we're like, okay, where do we go? We have like brief description of where we're supposed to be living, and we walk down towards these this uh these buildings with uh that must have been like accommodation, and uh, we get into the we get into this little reception area, and this woman is there, and we're like, how are you doing? Where? living here i think and she was like okay and she took her information and stuff and she, she goes yeah this is you got you guys she brings us down the, the hall and we're kind of like it's a straight up like as imagined just like dorm you know what i mean so like halls on either side it's kind of empty and dead and we're like oh fuck me boys and then um we get down to the end and uh we're, we're the last room on the right and we go in so we, the door opens and we go oh. so it's all of us in here you know, sick, probably a bit, probably a master suite, you know what I mean, or last ones on the right are probably like the deluxe, you know what I mean, the, the, the triples. Um, anyway, so we go in, you know, crack the door, it's a, it's a little hallway and then the room opens up at the end, kind of dark, oh, it's like night time, we've arrived and it goes, oh, Jesus Christ, crack the lights, boys. Phil, crack, crack those lights. Phil, crack, here, there are no, there's no, <laughs> there's no light switch. There's no lights in the room. So the room doesn't come with lights. When I say the room was like a bunk, like an army bunker, it was three cots. Uh, like I'm thinking three cots, maybe yeah, some wardrobes and no lights. Well, do it yourself. So we we quickly realised that's where we were going to be living. We were going to be living, you know, six. We were all sleep, sleeping six feet from each other, and um. So we ended, we went and you know, uh, we ended up making the best of that. But when um, we met our boss for the summer, Craig, Craig is a um, very large, enthusiastic, hardworking man. Um, but he, you know, it was almost a perfect storm because it, it turned out that Craig liked, he likes he likes dudes that fucking party and he likes dudes that are like confident and like you know i'm not saying this in like a none of this is going to come across braggadocious or anything like that i hope i've i'm i'm no no in no way slick but myself and the lads were very confident we're we're three good chatters we're gonna pretty much anyone you know we've no there's no ego there which you'll learn later from what we did that summer in terms of like chores and tasks for craig that there's no ego and um so craig liked that and um so he gave us we, we went in on the first day and we were working as essentially bunker boys uh we were groundskeepers but we weren't allowed to do any of the big jobs so we were bunker boys and we the the course is divided into three red red uh red white and blue i'm pretty sure yeah miracle and um, the the course is called Glen Oaks. It's a beautiful course. And the job was fucking sick, man. Basically, our job was to go out every day. We had to rake the whole, all the bunkers before play started. So we had to be in there at like four or half four. 
and uh, you go out and you rake your bunkers on your own and that's it uh and basically the the course was kind of split up or the the groundskeeping staff is kind of split up into college graduated groundskeepers who do it in school um the in like layman's terms the americans which is why we split up and then there was um oh, and, and then there was the mexicans um which isn't like like that essentially it was all it was like all the mexican guys who were like groundskeepers who did like jobs like us which was like you know something needs to be brushed or picked or uh, cleaned uh you know you call us and then so it basically went uh you know uh educated groundskeeping staff like the guys who studied it in college um the mexican lads the the lads who all like you know did like the the like not the rolling the greens task the more like you know have to blow all the courses all that kind of shit there's like monotonous tasks you have to do then there was us um you know no level of education played a couple of rounds of golf will do whatever you want for money that was us um and i think the reason and this is something that i've i i'm so glad we had and something that i've definitely taken into uh my life going forward is when you go into something there was there was no one we went into we really did go into it with such a positive attitude like we had to be up at you know the alarm's gone for like 345 so we could get into the work for four uh and you know works course and we worked like 12 hour days in the heat and the only way to make make it through was to have have the crack with the lads and if i'm being honest there was definitely a divide between when we before we got there between the you know the american lads who were like the college educated guys um who did it like in college for schools like grounds groundskeeping i think it's called landscaping in, school, in the college i don't know what they actually study and then the, the mexican lads and what we did is like genuinely what we did was we kind of bridged the gap because all the american lads l- really liked us because you know we went out we were there to party and um we fucking you know we took the crack we could give back to them um and the the mexican lads loved us because like we saw ourselves as one of as like one of them do you know what i mean we have no we're actually below them they would tell us what to do when we were out in task you know what like craig would tell them to take us out with them as like they're sort of like trainees and uh you know it just I, I at the end of it like like which was mad when we were leaving uh like all the mexican lads were really upset because like phil who cut hair would go in and cut their hair like we we brought them all in like gatorades and donuts on the last day and um i think i think i think we kind of for like that summer we were like a uh I, yeah like essentially like a bridge between the two like there was definitely a, a a more like i guess we can't compare it but from what people told us like we we there was definitely a more like everyone getting on atmosphere when we were there and they were definitely good at when we were leaving and that was everyone do you know what i mean so that was sick but the 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 story oh shit sorry just kicked the camera nah the story okay Ah, so, um, one of the days, jeez, I remember this so vividly, it's fucking hilarious. Uh, one of the days, we were moving, or we, we used to take buggies around the place, and we were all driving around, and like, being perfectly honest, I was a bit of a moody prick. Uh, uh, I had a bit of like a, uh, ego issue during that time, 
and like I kind of thought like I basically wanted I, I don't know but I basically I had a bit of like a I was in a bit of a mood at some of the days the, the early days kicked the shit out of me to be honest and uh, and yeah some of the days would be a bit of a prick and the lad said to me I was always like I'm wrecked soon but anyway I got around that and like it was generally like most of the time it was fucking sick but uh, one of these days like we were driving and uh, I had I had to go and refill or I had to bring petrol to someone to refill a machine and I put it in the back of the golf cart and I fucking started to drive off as soon as I started to drive off glunk, 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 glunk. oh my god there's fucking petrol leaking out the back of uh, back of the golf cart if people who don't know what petrol like petrol is fucking cancer for a golf course so like it 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 like if that gets right like i remember one of the days danny fucking danny fucking fucking pear what the fuck is wrong with you man dude danny fucking pissed his pants what the fuck one of the days we went out and we got danny so fucked that um they basically started talking shit, saying that we couldn't, uh, Irish lads don't drink the way they are claimed we do. And unfortunately, not even just me, but at that time, like, it definitely was us. Like, I could, we could all drink, like, stallions. And so we were like, sure, come out with us and we'll do that. And, like, my cousin Matthew came out as well, who's just, you know, six foot ninety. And uh, it, it drinks fucking dark liqueurs like a champion. So, uh... Yeah, it wasn't. It was the perfect storm for Donnie. Anyway, we got Donnie so pissed that Craig rings me and goes, "Guys, what what did you do to Donnie?" And he like sends this picture. Donnie's like on the the but the floor of the kitchen, and he has urinated himself. So, you know, don't come talking that shit. Anyway, uh, there's petrol cascading out of the back of the car- golf cart. I fucking shit myself. I take off my long sleeved navy Glen Oaks pullover. I mop the petrol quickly in the hoodie uh, to try and mop it up. And I get it up. Love it doesn't spill. It's only on, it's only on like a bit of the path and uh, like the grass on the path. So it's not killer. It's not any course, part of the course. And then, uh, so I, I forget about it. And I put it in the back of the car and I'm like, when I get back, I need to put that in my bag. And I, I guess I need to throw it out uh, because like my thing's fucked. I just accepted it was fucked. It was too risky to let anything leak out. So, um, we get back the day goes on anyway we get back to the place i put the 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 the, the card away and i put the the, the gasoline foot soaked top oh, god it feels so fucking stupid now throw it away now like i guess i was distracted and i put it into my bag being like i'll dispose of this safely i guess and we go into the the, the shop to clock out or whatever and craig goes do you do you guys want to come on a lobster bake with uh me and some friends and you know we didn't eat very well that summer we were you know kind of broke and uh we said yes and you know oh god i got text yeah so we um we said yes and he said okay and he goes you're gonna need to like get ready and go 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 straight away it's it's quite soon (sighs) so we quickly pack up our shit getting the fucking we have to walk back so basically what we do is we get a cart to like the edge of the course park it in the woods and scutter through the thistles and the nettles out onto this road and walk back into the school we leg it back in but I quick grab a change got to change into like our only pair of chino shorts and like something nice for this lobster bake 
quick change quick shower turn around I dropped my bag I just put my bag beside my bed I actually think I didn't no I didn't I took my this is dumber this is dumber I think I needed my bag so I think I took the gasoline soaked top out of my bag put it on the floor of our room get changed run out there's a car waiting for us we gotta go oh my god um so we go lobster bake great crack on you guys aren't here to hear about lobster bake lobster bake was good it was fine come on go actually revisiting this place is giving me fucking crippling anxiety uh so we go back to the ha- we go back to the building and walk in i knew as soon as the doors opened truthfully i knew as soon as the doors opened smelled i was like oh my god stinks of gasoline oh my god my d- I, you know that moment when everything it was like uh the jimmy neutron where your brain goes everything in my head happened i was like oh my god it's sitting right there it's been it's been soaking around the train anyway you guys know we go to our room open the thing stinks of gasoline stinks absolutely stinks it's dangerous like so I grab the top. I throw it out in the the, the the trash outside. Open the windows. Our room is like it's toxic. You can't go in there. Not only that, our room has, uh, like there's other people in the building. Do you know what I mean? It's not packed, but there is other people staying in the building. So I'm also thinking about that. Uh, and so we open all the things. And uh, a- anyway, so we go anyway into the main room and I, the lads have obviously figured it out or I've told them or like I can't remember actually when the lads found out I'll have to ask Kev what exactly he found out but uh, I, I can't remember if I told them like as we were going back if I clocked it over it was just then the lads are fucking furious pay you've fucking you've ruined everything our money's going to be gone it's going to cost we're going to have to restrip the room they're telling me how toxic gas is which I'm aware how toxic gas is but not like that obviously they're, like, they're so right do you know what I mean they were so right like I, I completely fucked it I'm like, in my head, I'm like, Per, you fucking idiot. And uh, I am, um, I, I think, I, I, I think we looked up, I, we got that thing out there and we opened the windows and stuff. And I was like, I need to figure out what I can do. I, you know those things where you're like, I can't just sit here and hope for the best. Like, we weren't sleeping in that room that night. And maybe not again. Like, I'm, I'm thinking, we need to go to the president of the school. And be like, well, tell them what happened. Evacuate the buildings, uh, because like it's dangerous. And uh, so I, I think the lads waited in the main room or took some stuff out, and like you know, they're not talking to me. I I get a, a, a an Uber or whatever we could get an Uber probably to Walmart or I think it was a Walmart or Target near us. You know, googling what remedies I can get to get the smell out or whatever and uh you know in the taxi you know you know sort of crying you know one of those ones i was very emotional back then anyway still emotional now uh but you know i think i've I've ruined the summer and the summer was going so well and like we were about to go on this like big summer trip after to make it all worth it and i fucked it and i've ruined it for everyone we go into the gaff or we go into target i look at uh i found out that you need like essentially a variety of cleaners 
Also, lemon. Lemon juice is good for it. Um, and you just need to leave it to soak, like, rags and towels and stuff. And it needs to be, like, ventilated out. But, it, like, it's, like, gasoline soaks into everything. So, like, there was a good chance that this, like, the room would be destroyed forever, you know. Uh, anyway, I buy all that shit, man. I'm freaking out. And I've told the guy, taxi, it's like, can you just please wait for me? But I'm going, I need to get some stuff. And then I need to go back to Zunio Wesley, please. So your mom's like, listen, man. Hey, man, stop fucking crying in my cab. Come on, man. What the fuck? Fucking, what are you, fucking six... Six three crying in the back of my fucking sedan. Um I continued to cry, you know. I continued. Get back. Lads are in the other room and fucking look at me like dead. Like I they must have been so I I if I'd pay money to be a fly on the wall. I'm sure they were like, This guy is the biggest idiot. Anyway, I go in, you know, just straight in without like any covering on my face, just start like scrubbing like it smells like gas. So I'm like, Oh my god, like I wish this would just kill me and like I'm uh, so I scrub the shit out of it anyway and uh, leave it all there and bring out my duvet and shit and uh, we had to Kev's just texted me there I wonder what he's talking about yeah <laughs> um, yeah he's taking the piss glad we can joke about this now holy shit um, so we bring our duvets out like we're not sleeping in that room so the lads sleep in the main room I sleep like out in like the hall <laughs> in, out of shame and we have to get up at fucking 4am to uh to go to work so basically the idea is we don't know what's going to happen I don't know if the room's going to be safe I they basically talked me down there was one stage I was like I'm going to the president right now because if if this if this thing our Kev had said like there's there's vents in the room so this could have already leaked into other people's rooms like we got to warn people so i was about to go and like fucking you know uh announce and now like announce it to the world anyway we took a day and we were like look we're just gonna sleep out here there was i think there was no one else like down our side that night and we were like look we've left all the windows open like the wind's fucking echoing the the room's ice cold and it is starting to like improve so we're like look let's leave it a day let that thing see if the thing you put down helps and if it's not working, we'll, we'll go in the morning. So we sleep outside, get up, go in. The lads need to go in and get their stuff in the morning. Everyone's still raging. I, no one's talking to me. I'm like, oh, fuck. I've absolutely, like, fucked it. It doesn't seem to be getting any better. I remember that day at work, we had to scrub this, the side of um this, like, water feature in the golf course. And I was, like, off on my own. And, like, you know, this was, uh, th- this trip was a, uh, like it, it was all in you know what I mean for the three of us like we did everything together so when there was a rift between two and one like it was very obvious and um, you know I'm just like I don't know what I'm going to do I'm like we need to get if this doesn't get better I've, I'm fucked essentially uh, and I guess it must have been I don't remember how many days it took maybe two or three i remember one day so one day we go back in i can't remember if it was the day of this girl goes and she goes it smells like uh smells like crude oil in the uh in which i guess they mean means gas or petrol um which is very serious you know what i mean like what the fuck's going on is there like a thing so we're like oh the fuck what the fuck's going on you know what i mean um which is i don't like you know i'm so fucked you know i'm so fucked if this comes out like um anyway I think we go back in. I think it started to improve. 
maybe like the second day i'll ask i guess i'll, I'll when the lads listen to this they can correct parts of my story i know phil's going to be on the pod when he comes over we can talk about this um so i think it started to improve and one of the anyway i think we stayed in uh rob gilak's room rob gilak was a guy who lived next door to us weird dude man weird dude holy shit oh dude really uh tell us once he's like could have sex for like uh, uh like multiple hours straight you should like okay uh sick man your room really smells <laughs> and we stayed in there a couple of nights i think he was away and um and then one of the days i was like okay i think it smells like relatively gone and one of us is going to need to spend the night in here to i guess see if it's safe and uh the lads were like okay so i was like oh, I'll, I'll stay you know and see what happens and then i think we all stayed in the end we were like they were like look it doesn't really smell so like let's uh let's just go in together and we did and we stayed that night and uh we awoke not dead so i was good and uh i think from i think yeah from that we were we were grand i think it uh i remember one day our uh the, the head of the whatever you know the guy hall monitor essentially the guy ahead of the dorms or whatever came in and was like um so like at any of that stage if he'd come in and smelled the room any time before then he would be like oh the smell of gas is coming from here because it was definitely a topic of discussion still in the area and uh we were prime suspects so I think we got away with saying like, oh, we work around with a lot of machinery, so maybe some of our stuff smelled like it could have been us. I can't remember if we actually said that, but that was an excuse I was definitely thinking about. Uh, and then uh, one night we're sleeping in there, and we're in the room. This I think this might have been the second night we went back into the room, and we are knocked the door, and then the door swings open, and in comes Erlaine. Hey, so I ain't got a dollar. Literally what he said. He was asking us, do we have a dollar? Um. Hello, Elaine. Erlaine is his name. Um, African African American gentleman. Uh, and he comes in. and He goes, "Anyone got a dollar?" Now we had beef with Erlaine for different reasons because the guy's just a fucking guy's a dick. Anyway, so he came in and he goes, to, "We could hear him like as he came in." He goes, "What's up, guys? Anyone got a dollar?" And we look smelling. As he came in, he was smelling to see if the oil was the smell of petrol was coming from here, and the smell was gone. So he comes in and we're like, "No," and he's like, "No one got a dollar." Like, "No, get out." Uh, you know, one of those ones, like, hey, 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 fuck off, and he does, uh, in he leaves, and then as soon as the door closed, we're like, oh, fuck, he was less smelling for that, and we got away with it, um, but yeah, that is, uh, that is the story of how I nearly poisoned my friends, now, looking back on it, hilarious story hilarious not really hilarious just of how much of an idiot i am and there's more stories like that maybe i'll tell more stories like that um but that summer forged a friendship between myself kevin and phil uh because you know at the end of it basically we we booked a flight you know over to 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 la and we had a flight home from san francisco to ireland uh, at the end of the summer at the end of at the end of August, so we're like, okay, so we have to, we have to make it from, I think we flew into San Diego, we have to make it from San Diego to Vegas, 
back out to the coast up to San Francisco for this flight and we have a green uh, jeep that converts into a that has a tent on the top that converts into a bed and that's how we're doing it so just roughing it like that and like you know we didn't have a literally did not have a pot pot to piss in uh like a fee in vegas for a broken glass nearly you know destroyed the entire trip and us financially and our parents financially uh so yeah i hope you guys enjoyed this story time if you guys enjoy this format i have much more hilarious stories from my past about uh you know i have injury stories i have some hilarious fight stories um all of which which were lost by me so they'll be funny um but yeah i've got stories so if you guys like these we'll do more of them i uh, i thank you all for uh all of your continued support if you've made it this far if you'd like the video or like on whatever platform you're listening to it on uh leave a comment share it any of those things i would very much appreciate it okay people this has been our very first story time which i hope turns into more of a, a bigger feature side kevin phil for nearly killing you hope uh you know we're all good now i presume i was best man of phil's wedding i think everything's clear now hope this doesn't bring back any negative memories uh obviously the statute of limitations you know it's not don't come on you nearly killed your friends you should go to jail fuck you by the way i'm not going to jail um but yeah <laughs> okay uh, we make them people stars. We make brother wrecking cars. April is that jambo? What is that stage for us? Kick it up.